Hello, and welcome to Life After Child Loss, A Parent's Grief. I'm Angela, your host. Thank you for joining us on our first episode. Um, Today, I'll introduce my son to you, who he was, his name and who he was. And we'll just, we're just going to talk. My son's name was Jordarian. He was 11 years old. He passed away April 11, 2010 from accidental overdose he was my baby boy the baby of two boys Um, he was loved he was energetic his smile would light up a room he was my baby I want to start out by saying that losing your child is horrible Many of us know, many of you know that. It doesn't matter if it was due to a miscarriage, if your baby was stillborn, or if your child died as an infant, teenager, or adult. The loss is real and changes your life forever. But what many people who haven't experienced this is um, understand is that one event, this single event in your life, also affects every other area of your life for the rest of your life. The relationship with your partner, with your wife, your husband changes, friendships change, relationships with family members change, and it also affects the relationship with your other children or your nieces, nephews, and your friends' children. It isn't just a loss that complicates everything. Six months later, People around you can expect you to be over it. And you're while while you're still trying to piece your life back together and have no idea how, because nothing makes sense. This podcast is here to help you make sense of your life, make sense of what is happening in your relationships, help you to come out of that fog and build a life that you're happy with without feeling guilty that you're happy even though your child is gone Um, you are not alone and you don't have to do this alone I can't emphasize and stress that enough that you're not alone in this one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is to make you feel like you're by yourself and you're not you're not to the newly bereaved that are just gaining ground or just stepping on the ground with this horrible um, tragedy that had to go through the new year. Um, I want to say to you that you made it. I know that may not mean a lot. I know that there's no grounds for celebrating on your end. But everything that you do, every day, every day that you make it after is a milestone. It may be years from now before you'll celebrate or realize that you made it through. But just know that you have people in your corner that are cheering you on, praying for you that you make it through. And and you will. And you will. This journey 
there's nothing about this journey that's short. There's no shortcuts. It's not easy. Um, it's long and it's hard. Getting through the first of everything is always the hardest. The holidays, the first birthdays, those first angel anniversaries, as well as each passing new year, they'll continue to come and go. And as each one comes and go, it'll seem seem seemingly take your breath away. Excuse me. And but with those moments. There comes minutes that turns to hours, it turns to days, it turns to weeks and months and years. And for each one, you'll feel like you're going to suffocate and you won't make it through. And I'm here to tell you that you will. You'll cry, you'll be angry, you'll scream, you'll plead with God to just give you your child back and take you. And that's okay. It's okay that you're not okay. It's okay that you cry and be angry and want to be alone. Those of us in our community, we understand it. All of our grief is unique and will be unique, just as our journeys will be unique. I can tell you that I understand what you're you're going through and what you're dealing with. I do not know how you feel. Because just as I love my son uniquely, you love your son or daughter uniquely. So I can only encourage you to let your guard down and grieve. There's no right or wrong way to do it. I do, however, encourage you to find a healthy way of doing it. And by healthy, I mean Don't do anything that will cause more hurt or harm to yourself or those that care about you and love you. Because anyone, family included, that sticks by you after the funeral, because that's when the true grieving starts, when everyone else everyone else's world starts continues to go and yours is still at a standstill. Yeah, those that stay to help you through those those days and through those moments, those are the ones that are are true to you. I encourage you to open up to them, let your guard down around them. And if you're someone who don't, who doesn't um, understand, I mean, none of us will have the right words. Let me say that there are no words that can be said that's going to make us feel better or make them feel better. Your being there makes us feel better. Your engaging in conversation about our child makes us feel better. You don't have to walk on eggshells around us. We don't want you to, we don't want your pity or feel sorry for us. We need you to love us where we are in that moment. Be there for us in that moment. And we as as grieving parents have to accept that they are there. There are people there that really want to help us get through it. 
they don't have to really understand it and know exactly how we feel and what we think and they don't have to know that the fact that they have chosen to stick around us while we deal with it is a blessing in itself like I said before there will be times where you will want to be alone and that's okay but know yourself enough to know when you can't be alone when you don't need to be by yourself this hurts like hell there's no other way of putting it and it is what it is on that part nothing I I learned that getting upset with people about because they don't know what I feel or didn't know what I felt wasn't fair to them because they are just trying to figure out a way of just being there and I'm here to tell you your being there is enough listening to us is enough talking to us about our child is enough you know there's so many cliches out there and we on another episode we'll talk about that I will not I, I won't get into that right now but there's so many cliches out there that we say that has nothing to do they, they hold no meaning and no value to a degree you know and I'll say this one don't tell me that God gave his toughest battle to his strongest soldier that's a lie that's all I'm going to say on that I'm going to let that part go we'll talk about it on another, at another time I won't tell you that the days will get easier I will not lie to you and make that promise to you I will tell you that each day that passes will be a milestone Even at your lowest, you will get through it. It won't be without the pain. And getting out the bed is a milestone. It's a major milestone. And plenty of times I just, I didn't have the strength to get up. Grief will overcome you and it will overtake you if you're not careful and unless you choose otherwise you don't have to get through them all alone I also encourage us to encourage you to reach out for help seek out a support group I formed my own uh, support group it's called strengthening what remains and that's based off Revelation 3 and 2. Um, we meet the second Thursday of every month at 5.30 at 329 North Adams here in Camden. Um, support groups are people just like you and me who are grieving the loss of their child. We don't come together to try to fix each other. Support groups aren't to fix you. 
And I think some people have been apprehensive about seeking out support because they feel like someone tries is going to try to fix them. That's not what that's for. That's not what we do. It's not what they're for. It's simply to support you and help you to realize and understand that you are not alone in this and that we understand where you are. Iron sharpens iron. When you're having a low low day or low moment, we're there to pick you up and vice versa. Um, and if you need professional help, seek out professional help. I did. And I'm not ashamed to say that I needed it. I sought out help. <laughs> because you it's, it's very important that you understand who you are and what you need, how far you can go with what you're dealing with. This is not easy. It's not easy. And I know we all have our own way of dealing with things. Some of us, we choose to just keep on the max that we we picked up and fake it till we make it. Listen, that, it doesn't always help. It doesn't always help. There's no instruction booklet to grieving or being there for someone who is. I'm no expert. I've been learning as I go. Many, many days I've crashed and burned. Whether I was by myself or with others present, even in public. Uh, I, I was a, There was even a point where I was ashamed because I couldn't hide from it. Cause it came out of nowhere and like it, you can be, it can be the smell or a sound or a laugh, music, anything will trigger you. It can trigger the grief and it comes down to you like a big boulder of rocks. And I knew at some of those moments where I knew I couldn't do this by myself. I wasn't going to be able to do it by myself. And it wasn't about just keeping busy. I can find plenty to do in a day, but I didn't have the strength for it. My mind wasn't focused on it. And and when your mind isn't focused and it's encapsulated by that, that grief, it overtakes you and it sucks the breath out of you. It sucks the life out of you. And... I don't think people, some people really understand the depths of which you long for your child. And and I, I didn't realize that so many people can be so mean to parents that have had to bury their child. I'm in a few Facebook groups with other bereaved parents and some of the posts I've read over time about how people have told them, said just cruel things to them about their child's memory and how they're milking it and they need to just get over it. What? How do you, how does a person say that to another human being? And and I've had not a face-to-face encounter, um, with someone who decided to send me a message 
saying something similar to that. And my response was to them if they had children or if their parent, parents were still alive to ask themselves or ask their parents to pick a child they could live without. Just pick one. And if your parent or if you could pick between your children which one you could live without, then you'll never know where I'm at. You'll never know what I feel. And and that's what I say to people. I, I mean, you once you get so far along in your journey, you realize that people are people. And some people don't know the harm that they cause. And some stuff you learn how to you learn how to just ignore and get past. But that's my best comeback to people. If 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 ever, and I preferably not won't get said have to say that to no one else. But pick your if you really want to know how we feel. And what we've been through and what we're going through. Pick one of your own. And decide which one you think you could live without. Pick one that you think you could go to the funeral directors. Sit at that table. Make those arrangements. Go pick out their clothes. Come back. View the body. Have the funeral. And watch them put their child in the ground. Think about that. There are people out there that are just literally. And these are people. These have been people's family members, guys. That have said that to them. I don't don't know. I don't think I could handle that if it was uh, in such a better way. If it was one of my family members that had said that to me. And so I, I said that to say this, to be more empathetic with those. You don't have to, we don't want you just your sympathy, uh, feeling sorry for us. We're grieving. We love our child. And just as you celebrate those moments with your living child, we just celebrate the memories that we have. That's what we have. None of it is easy. Nothing about putting your watching your child be lowered into the ground is easy. Grief can be draining and it can suck you suck the life out of you. And so I'm offer we're offering hope. I'm here to offer hope. Um, and support to to everyone out there. Again, our support group is for parents, grandparents, siblings, and families. Um, don't be ashamed to, to seek out help. And your mental health is so important during this time. It's okay to those stages of grief that you go through there's no particular order that they'll fall some you go through multiple times denial anger bargaining depression acceptance you'll go through them 
multiple times. There'll be moments early on where you feel like, okay, okay, God, this was, this was your will. You'll say whatever you feel like you need to say to yourself. And that's fine. That's fine. Do what you feel like. Say what you feel like you need to say to yourself to get you through that moment. That's what's important. That is what's important. Because I think for me, I had to spend so many days alone during the day. I had people calling me. But in between those calls, I was home alone. And all I had was time to think. And I realized at some point that that was dangerous for me to be alone. And But it wasn't okay for me to have a vehicle either because I knew I would get in the car and just drive. And what held me and or kept me from doing that some of the time was the fact that I I knew I had another son that that needed me although we didn't know how to help each other um it 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 held me it was like holding on to that piece of thread in your shirt and you pull it and you just stop you just hold on to it that's what that's what kept me from doing that and because there's an emptiness that comes with this. And you're trying to figure out why, what could you have done differently? The uh, shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And I want to share this dream that I had not long after uh, Jordarian's passing there was um, uh, actually uh, a series of dreams that I had where it it didn't matter where we were what we were doing where we was going none of that mattered in the dream he still passed away at the same time in each dream and as difficult as that may sound subconsciously I knew that he would pass away in the end so it didn't exactly help me um it did sometimes, some of them did make me angry because he still died in them. And again, um, as we come to a close, I want to say to you that you are not alone you don't have to walk this entire journey by yourself we're here and we love you and I end this with in Christ we find purpose for the pain 
strength for the struggle, and faith for the fight. I love you guys. Tune in for our next episode next week and be blessed.